welcome to and beyond i'm your host Nora. welcome back to any returning listeners and welcome to anybody that is new here this is a podcast where we push ourselves past our own limiting beliefs past our comfort zones go beyond ourselves in mind body and soul hello everybody and welcome to freaking december it's the end of the year and this year has felt like i don't even know it's been a lot in the best way possible And I'm definitely going to have more episodes this December month all about the next coming year, how to flow into the next coming year, and then also just reflecting on 2023 as a whole. This episode, I wanted to bring something that's a little bit more fun, a little bit more lighthearted, but also just something to reflect on as these are going to be lessons that each zodiac sign in my opinion should take away and should take into 2024 so that you can be more full in yourself be the most abundant version of yourself but before i get into the rest of this episode it would mean so much to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to this podcast leave a rating and a review because it really does go a long way and i appreciate about each and every single one of you that tunes into any of my episodes that has after rating and a review because it allows me to grow this community with you all and i want to support you in the way that you support me on this podcast so if you do take a moment to head over to apple podcast subscribe to this podcast leave a rating and a review and then go follow me on instagram which is always linked in the show notes and send me a screenshot that you have done all these things i want to gift you a free 15 minute call where you can literally unload whatever you're going through in life on me and i'll do my best to support you through it as a health coach and also as your friend i will also gift you a free condensed version of of my 20 day guide a guide to helping you discover yourself because the more you know yourself the more you can overcome any of your challenges the more that you can embody your full self and enter 2024 feeling so much more joyful in all that you are so thank you so much astrology to me is one of the best ways that you can really understand yourself on a deeper level because you quite literally see yourself being reflected back at you through your birth chart and astrology helps you overcome your weaknesses overcome any challenges that you may be facing when you can see it mapped out for you in a way and you can see where your strengths are to use it to your advantage and i thought that As we are ending this year off in a couple of weeks, what better way to really take the time to reflect with yourself and understand yourself on a deeper level so that you can enter 2024 feeling so much more full in yourself and having some kind of guidance or guidelines to helping you overcome anything that you may be still dealing with or really taking advantage of your qualities. And this episode, as I said, is going to be lessons to take away from each of the signs. And what I do want to mention, though, is that if I'm saying the lessons for your sign and you're like not resonating with it for some reason, then that is 100% okay. In fact, a lot of people don't fully resonate with their sun sign and that's because there's much more to astrology than just your sun sign there's your moon sign there's your rising sign and all the different house placements and all the other planets so if you're not resonating with your sun sign but you're resonating with something else that is not yours then just take that in leave the rest behind but again what i would highly suggest is that you do take the time to look at your birth chart to understand it more because maybe you're a night person you're a night chart person and you resonate more with your moon sign than your sun sign maybe you have a stellium in a certain sign and if all this sounds like gibberish to you and you're like i don't even know what you're saying right now then that is absolutely okay please dm me if you want more information on this 
And then also, I would highly suggest that you do check out your birth chart and you can do this online. All you'll need is your birth time and place of birth and you put that in and it'll give you your full chart. And if you don't know how to interpret that or read that, then again, let me know. I'd be more than happy to do a reading with you. You can DM me and we can talk all about that. But anyways, let's get into this episode. Again, just take everything that I say with a grain of salt, but then also take it to reflect with yourself and really ask yourself and be honest with yourself if this is you. Let's start with Aries, as Aries are the first sign of the zodiac. Aries are the leaders, they are the boss, they are also very fiery and action-oriented. And there's so much beauty that we can learn from being an Aries taking those leadership roles, again, really stepping into your full power and guiding the way. However, it is really important for Aries specifically to recognize that working in relationship with others is just as important. If you have everything falling onto your own shoulders, all that weight is going to burn you out, is going to exhaust you, and as a fire sign, this is going to come out in a lot of anger bursts. And it is important to recognize that, again, you cannot take it all on on your own. Recognizing that working in partnerships doesn't make you weaker, doesn't make you dependent on anybody. It just means that you are creating more space for yourself to be the best leader that you can be. Because if you're trying to do it all, then you are going to be left dead on the freaking battlefield. Mars which rules Aries, is known as the god of war. And a lot of the time, Aries feels like they have to constantly fight life in itself by showing up, being the leader, being the person that is always the winner. It is okay, again, to seek for help. It is okay to rely on others. That doesn't mean you're not winning the battle. That doesn't mean that you're failing at life. In fact, it means that you are winning because now you are relieving yourself of all the pressure that you put on yourself. It is also important for Aries to recognize that, yes, you may be the first zodiac sign, but that also makes you the baby. And being the baby, again, doesn't mean that you're weak, doesn't mean anything of that sort. It just means that seeking for help is important for you. It also means to humble yourself. You're the first, but you're also the baby. So just because you have certain things doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else. And I think that Aries can sometimes get very much in their head in that way, more so than I want to say Leos, because I think that Leos are oftentimes mistaken for that of being too egotistical. And we'll get into Leo later, but Aries can sometimes feel really like they are the first and that they are the best for that reason. So just recognize, humble yourself, because When you do think that you're better than everybody else, that is what makes you also resistant to seeking for help from anybody else, which then loops you back into the same cycle, the same patterns of overworking yourself, putting all this weight on yourself, having those angry outbursts. Now, Aries is also a very impulsive sign and impulse can lead to positive things but can also get you in trouble. So make sure that when you are acting on impulse, they are coming through to you from intuitive pings rather than your ego. And give yourself time before acting on any of those impulses. Yes, again, impulses can be a positive thing because maybe it is your intuition telling you and guiding you to go somewhere, but sometimes it's just some kind of spark in the moment that's coming through from an ego or from something else. And give yourself the time and the patience 
to really understand and comprehend what's coming through to you. And if it keeps on pinging, then maybe that is your intuition. But don't act on it immediately. Listen to your gut. Listen to your emotions and your feelings, what's coming up for you, and get really, really in touch and hone in onto what is being asked of you and if it is in alignment with you. Aries is very impatient, so learn patience. This means practice meditation, practice stillness. Do the things that teach you how to be more patient. And then lastly, Aries, again, you are the baby of the zodiac. And I have to say this, is that it is time for you to take more responsibility of yourself. This means your actions and your emotions specifically. You can have your angry outbursts. You can have all of that. Take time to be responsible of them. Take time to apologize when needed. Take time to learn anger management, to do therapy if needed, to emotionally regulate because It is time that you grow up from those anger tantrums, from all those tantrums that you throw around and to truly just fully take responsibility if you truly do want to be that independent boss leader that you are born to be. And those are the lessons for Aries. Now moving on to Taurus. Taurus is to me, when I think about a Taurus, I think about strong women And Taurus is ruled by Venus, and Venus is usually associated with Aphrodite's, but in all honesty, when I think of Taurus, I think of Athena, which is the goddess of war. And I really see Taurus women specifically, again, being these strong leaders. Taurus is known for being materialistic, and they are also needing of stability. Recognize, Taurus, that you find stability from within. It doesn't come from material items. You are your own stability. You are your own magic. You are an earth element. The earth creates from herself, and it is important for you to also recognize that everything you need comes from within. Your self-worth is important. Working on feeling more worthy and also building your own self-concept is going to be really important for you. You're not lazy, so let's take that out of the narrative. Oftentimes, you'll always hear people saying, Tauruses are so lazy, they just lay on the couch all day, they just want to be in their comfort. And again, let's take that out of the narrative. Because you do love indulgence and luxury, and there is nothing wrong with that. And you are a fixed sign, which means that you will make yourself work for what you want. But if you're not passionate about it, then yeah, you won't want to do anything about it. So use your laziness as a sign that whatever it is that you are doing is not for you. If you're constantly laying on the couch, then maybe you're not living the life that you want to live. So truly, take your laziness again as a sign to help you understand what it is that you want to do, to tap more back into yourself, to get more aligned to yourself, so that you are living the life that you want to see yourself have, so that you can create that stability and manifest all that material that you want to have in your life. Also, Taurus, as a fixed sign, you can be very stubborn. Let go of your stubbornness. You don't have to be right all the time or hold on to beliefs for the illusion of being stable. And this is where I believe Taurus's stubbornness comes in from. It wants to hold on so badly to their beliefs, to their values, and all of these things that they were told or that they started to inform themselves on 
out of the fear that if they let go of this, then they're no longer going to be stable. Change is inevitable. And stubbornness is the opposite of stability because you will always be walking on rocky territory because, again, the world is ever-changing. And you will learn something new every day. So let go of the belief that sticking to your beliefs guarantees stability in your life in some form or some in some kind of aspect for yourself. Taurus, again, recognize that you are not lazy, that wanting material things is not wrong. Work with your own magic, build your self-worth and your self-concept and let go of the stubbornness so that you can be more in flow with your life, you can be more in flow with the earth as well. Now moving on to Gemini. Gemini is an air sign and it is known for being two-faced. You are constantly trying to absorb everything and everyone around you, to stay informed, to learn, because you are the student of the zodiac. You love learning and gathering new information because it keeps you connected to the world and others. But in this, you lose yourself, which is why you can become very hot and cold and that two-faced that very hot and cold personality can come in. If you were in a room with two people and one was hot and the other was cold, you would turn to the hot person and feel hot, then two seconds later, turn to the cold person and be cold. Learn to understand that who you are is important. Understand who you are as well and understand what your truth is. Know that information is great, but not every piece of information needs to hold truth or be for you. You have a great analytical mind, which will help you decipher your thoughts and opinions from others if you allow it to. The student eventually becomes a teacher because you recognize that a lot of the information you are seeking comes from within. All this information can also be overwhelming and your attention to detail can make you, your nervous system go havoc and go into overdrive. So make sure to be consistent with practices that make you feel good and at ease so that you can free yourself from stress because this will also help you be more clear in your mind. Again, Gemini, it is a really beautiful way to connect and communicate with the world by absorbing everything, but make sure that you recognize who you are. And this tends to be a trend with air signs is that they absorb so much that they lose a sense of self. So again, stay grounded in yourself. Remind yourself of your thoughts, your opinions, who you are every day. Ask yourself before you speak, is this true to me? Or is this something that I just heard from somebody else? And make sure that you're constantly, again, honing into your own truth. Now, moving on to cancer. Cancers, cancer, cancer. I would truly like to hug every cancer because they are so sweet, kind, and caring. They are the nurturers, the friend that will always show up. They care so deeply that this is their flaw. They will be the first to be by your side, but they won't dare ask for help or open up emotionally to anyone in fear of being a burden. Firstly, if anyone makes you feel like you are a burden, then they are not your people. They are not there for you. You should feel safe and love to express yourself fully to the people that care about you. I know you don't want to burden anyone, but by you not wanting to be a burden, you are becoming a burden. Because when you hold on all those emotions in you, 
then you start to become resentful, moody, and crabby, like the symbol of the of the of cancer tends to be a, is a crab. It is important for you to feel comfortable in expressing your emotions, surrounding yourself with people who make you feel safe so that you can be open with them. When you do so, you will do a much better job at taking care of them too. Learn to trust yourself with your emotions as well as others because they are there to support you and you can too love and parent yourself. Don't be afraid to bring people into your inner world. Trust yourself to know who you choose to bring in there with you. Cancers, love yourselves deeply. And if people are making you think or believe that you are a burden to anybody, then find the right people for you. Because I promise you that the right people will never make you feel that way and you will feel comfortable expressing yourself to them. Now, moving on to Leo's. Leos are the most charming, I have to say, and although they are charming, they can use their charm to lead people on just to receive attention. The one thing I love about Leos is how open they are and that they think that they are the best. Like, I just love that. They will embrace their their confidence, they will embrace all the aspects that they are so proud of in themselves, and they just stand in their full truth. They will even go as far as to take pride in their own insecurities as a means to take control. The thing about Leos is that they're at their lowest, they can be incredibly insecure and use others in order to feel more confident, putting people down to boost themselves up and also start to act from the ego as a means of feeling validated and accepted. Be intentional with how you interact with people, Leos. Make sure that it is not coming from this need to validate yourself, to find love for yourself, to receive attention, Learn to love and accept yourself. Yes, you are amazing. You really are, Leos. But saying it out loud means nothing if you don't feel it from within. So really take the time to embrace yourself. Take the time to do mirror therapy. You love looking in the mirror, so just freaking look at, look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself the love that you need. Give yourself the attention that you need. Validate yourself. Learn to, again, accept yourself so that you're not relying on others to give you that attention. And when you do that, Leos, you become truly the most radiant of all signs because you truly do light everybody else up. You make other people feel so confident by embracing them. And that really does happen when you learn to embrace yourself and love yourself. Being creative is also very important for you. And in order for you to create, you need to be true to yourself and be able to express yourself to shine, which means not acting on ego just because it will get you approval from others. Knowing that the approval you seek will come when you are true to you because that is also when you call in your true tribe of the fans and followers that that will really truly love you for being you. So Leos, take the time to, again, give yourself the attention, give yourself the love so that you can really come into your full expression by doing so. Virgos, I feel like Virgos and Geminis, maybe out of all the signs, get a really bad rap. Well, I'll say there's a lot of signs where people can speak really harshly about. Virgos, I feel like specifically. And the thing with the Virgos, Virgos, you are so caring. And 
this caringness can come out as being really perfectionistic and judgmental. You care so much and so deeply. You are the busy bees, which is why you are also such a perfectionist. You put so much weight on your shoulders, like the world will fall apart if everything isn't perfect or going to plan. Ease up on yourself. You cannot hold the weight of the world on your shoulders alone. It's important to recognize that you are perfect in all that you are. There is nothing more or less that you can or have to do because you are enough and you are perfect. God doesn't make imperfections. Learn to love yourself and be more gentle on yourself. This will also help you feel less anxious and build routines as well. You know, routines is and having structure and having some kind of guideline for your everyday is what helps you ease your mind. And ease your mind because you thrive, again, on routines. And this is going to help you create more space and time for you to take the time for yourself to care for yourself. You're only judgmental because you judge yourself the most. So the next time you find yourself judging someone else, place a hand on your heart and love and accept what you see in them as a flaw as something to love and honor and celebrate in yourself. And you will quickly see how you now accept them and yourself even more because now you're embracing that part of you that you have shamed for some reason. So Virgos, again, take the weight off your shoulders. Recognize that you don't always need to be doing, that you don't always need to be so on top of it in order for you to reach this perfectionist image, that you are already all that you need to be, that you are enough, and release the judgment that you hold on yourself. Because releasing that judgment that you have on yourself is going to make you embrace people so much more and be able to truly care for others in the way that you are born to do because you are here for service that is your main purpose is to be of service so being of service means being of service to yourself so you can be in service to others libras <laughs> libra is very much an air sign in the way that they absorb everything around them Libras are very gentle, they are very calm, and they are so nurturing and so caring when they are at their strongest. However, Libra can get very consumed by their relationships that they have. They see and feel everything through the lens of others. This makes them sacrifice, neglect, and forget themselves. They fall into people-pleasing tendencies often because they want to make sure everyone around them is okay. They are all about justice. However, when this justice is one-sided, it is no longer justice. Justice requires both sides to be heard, and that means you also have to hear yourself out and not fall victim to your relationships, partnerships. Finding self-autonomy is important for every Libra. Recognizing that you, Libra, are your own entity so that you don't heavily rely on someone else. This also helps them be more decisive, helps you, Libra, be more decisive with the decisions and choices that you make. Your need for approval from others can bring out a really nasty and jealous side of you. Recognize your self-worth by not relying on others for their validation. It is also important that the relationships that you do have in your life are not put in a hierarchy because i notice this a lot with Libras is that they will put the people in their lives on a hierarchy of who is most important to the least, making people in your life feel very neglected and abandoned. 
This can make you seem unpleasant in group settings. Libras, like many of the air signs, are very curious, and this leads them to asking many, 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 many questions, and also very basic ones too. Again, because of this reliance on other. So the next time you are curious about something, instead of asking the question to someone else, see if you can answer it for yourself, because I guarantee you can, Libra. I know you have it in you. So Libra, your main lesson here is to really learn to recognize who you are at an independent level and to really learn from Aries's independency and leadership, taking more initiative on your own self-love, feeling worthy in yourself and recognizing that who you are is important and that seeing yourself through the lens of other is a beautiful thing but it's also important for you to see the, yourself in the lens of yourself with your own eyes to love yourself deeply so that you can always stand strong and when you stand strong you stand even stronger in your relationships and you can show up better in your relationships by doing so now scorpio <laughs> scorpio i said that i believe i said virgo and gemini's get the bad rap but i think i think scorpios get it too and Scorpios, you can be pretty deceptive. Scorpios can be manipulative, but only because they want to feel a sense of control and power. Because they feel a lack of control and power over their emotions and life. As they are constantly going through deaths and rebirth cycles, they want to feel grounded. And they do this through manipulation because they have a natural ability of reading people's emotions and energy. This is something that all water signs have the ability to do. They are very in touch with their emotions and are very in touch with their intuition. Scorpios, you feel so deeply, but you guard your emotions so well out of fear that others will use your emotions against you to control and manipulate you the way that you do with others. As much as you think that your emotions are a weakness or will expose you in some way, your vulnerability is actually your superpower. Your vulnerability is what gives you the power you seek. You taking control of who you decide to share your emotions with is also important. So trust yourself to trust who you share your emotions with because that in itself is very powerful. You can also be very secretive, which can sometimes be of advantage. However, it can also create those surface level relationships, which is why you then feel afraid to open up and be vulnerable, which leads you back to the same cycle of emotional manipulation, lack of control and feeling powerless. You care so much to have deep, meaningful conversations and connections with people. So by being very secretive, by holding up a guard, you're never going to allow yourself to create those deep, meaningful relationships that you seek. So again, trust yourself to be vulnerable with the people that you choose to trust. Trust that you will know how to express yourself to the best of your ability by also maintaining your own sacredness, your own protection for yourself because that is important to you and I want you to validate that in yourself. But again, don't be afraid of your vulnerability because that is your superpower, Scorpios. Now, moving on to Sagittarius. I feel like out of all the signs, Sagittarius probably has a lot of mixed work lessons here and the first thing, let's start off with the fact that Sagittarius, you're all about truth and truth is valuable 
and the truth will always, always be revealed, but that doesn't mean it can't come out in a gentle way. Before you speak, Sagittarius, ask yourself, is it necessary? And two, can I put this in a more gentle way? Your bluntness is a beautiful gift. The fact that you always want to reveal the truth and you want to tell people straight up as it is, is a wonderful thing. But it can also hurt a lot of people. So again, just make sure that you're being mindful with the words that you speak. Be truthful, but put it in a more kind and loving way to the best of your ability. You have a beautiful desire to travel and explore, to learn and expand your knowledge. However, the most learning and exploring you can do is the self-exploration. So that you stop running away from yourself and from life in itself. Take the time to sit with yourself. Take the time to commit to yourself to explore your inner world because you will find that the knowledge you seek comes from within. And that when you can commit to yourself, you learn also to commit to others and everything else as well. Commitment issues tends to be a very, I guess, out there one for Sagittarius. And that's only because of the fear of committing to yourself. Commit to yourself. Understand yourself. Because the moment that you do, you will recognize how free you are already in yourself. That other commitments are going to be so much more easier for you. Your optimism is also one of your biggest strengths. So use it to feel optimistic about the commitments that you make and the plans that you make in your lifetime. Because again, you are also a free soul. And not being tied down to anything is important to you. Find the freedom in the commitments. Find the freedom that already is you because you are always free and explore yourself. And again, be mindful. Be mindful, mindful with your words. Take the time to think before you speak. Capricorns, you are so tough on yourself and that's because work is everything to you. Getting the job done and being productive are your top values. This can sometimes make you come off as cold and easily irritated if anybody distracts you. Learn to bring in that mother energy that is so needed for you Capricorns. Be kinder to yourself. You are the daddy. You are the tough one in the zodiac. So bring in that nurturing mother energy. Learn to work smart, not hard. Just because you are working doesn't mean that you are making the most of your time. But again, find the time to view your self-care as work because when you do that, you will want to prioritize that just as much. And when you give yourself the time to care for yourself and your needs, you'll also be more cool-tempered and less agitated. You are so loyal and you do really commit to your relationships and your work. However, again... You work so hard because you want to be able to give so much to those people who mean something to you. But don't forget that time is also a value. And money is nothing if you're not giving your time and energy to those people. So don't isolate yourself because as much as you think that you love your isolation and being in your work zone, it is important for you to have meaningful connections because they can help ease your mind. And they also will show you how you are so appreciated without the work and they will help you remember that. Now Aquarius is, 
Aquariuses are just as charming as Leos, I have to say. However, it is very short-lived, as people quickly become aware of the lack of care and interest that Aquariuses have for them. Aquarius is very, very detached because they are always thinking, what more can I learn? What more can I do? How can I expand myself? How can I be of more help to this world? And that is such a beautiful thing. Again, however, that makes you very detached and can come off very cold sometimes. And here's my little advice for you. How can you help the world and bring more good in the world if you can't even attend to the people who are closest to you? Give time and energy to your direct relationships, learn from them, and watch how that in itself will change and liberate the world in the way that you hope for. You can spend all this time going out and about, exploring the world, exploring new territory, learning all these different things. You are an air sign and you love, again, absorbing everything around you. However, if that means that you're neglecting the relationships in your life and making them fall away, then in doing so, you are creating the opposite of what you're trying to create in this world. So take the time, again, to attend to your inner personal relationships the people that are close to you give them time and attention and that in itself again is going to change the world in the way that you seek for the world to be changed in and that is how you also learn to apply yourself to the bigger world and finally pisces pisces you are a water sign and like all water signs your emotions are valuable and they are what give you insight they are what give you your magic and your wisdom And although you may be the oldest and wisest of the zodiac as you are at the end, this can make you think that you're the youngest sometimes. Very similar to Aries, where Aries is the very first zodiac and they can assume that they're the wisest, but they are the actual youngest. You assume that you're the youngest because you're at the very end. However, you are the wisest. And this can make you sometimes act like a two-year-old or a 70 year old depending on where you are emotionally at any given moment and this is why emotional regulation is key for every pisces you can lean towards outbursts of all emotions you are traditionally ruled by jupiter which can cause your emotions to be magnified if you are angry you'll be angry and if you're crying prepare for a freaking tsunami of tears This is why when you can take the time to understand and regulate your emotions, you'll feel more stable in yourself and this leads to not being so needy. Pisces have this neediness that is unpleasant and can at times turn to narcissism. They will use others' emotions to fill their own needs and again, this is why emotional regulation is important for you to master and also being more confident in yourself. You are so wise. Trust that wisdom. When the world shuts down your dreams, speak them louder. Be mindful though that you don't get lost in the escapism of your fantasies and your delusions. And you do have the ability to do so because of your natural gift of intuition and wisdom. So really take the time to again hone in on emotional regulation, to get in touch with yourself and don't let your emotions block you from your intuition. Your, your emotions come through in your intuition. However, having too much of your emotions all over the place can mislead you. 
Also, Pisces, again, your neediness can sometimes make you appear as a victim of your own life. Recognize that no one can save you but you. So stop playing the victim and show up and take responsibility. Again, these very similar to Aries in the importance of taking responsibility of yourself, of your emotions. Show up for yourself. Be the savior that you need. Be the hero in your own life. And recognize that you already are that. Everybody is already that. But take the time to, again, get in touch with your wisdom because you are so smart. You are so wise and we can all learn so much from you. So take the time to emotionally regulate so that you can step into your wisdom. And those are all the lessons for the zodiacs. I hope that something was positive here for you, that you took something away that something enlightened some aspect of you. And if it did, then please let me know. Please share with me your biggest lessons that you have learned and what your sign is because I'd love to know that. You can, if you enjoy this episode, please share it on your stories, tag me in it. Again, let me know your sign and what your biggest lesson is. And then if you feel like this episode could be useful to a friend, please share it with a friend. And to end this episode off, with an herb i wanted to do an herb that i feel like is really balancing so i chose an adaptogenic herb which is ashwagandha and ashwagandha is ruled by jupiter and jupiter really is all about uplifting our spirits ashwagandha is an adaptogenic it balances our hormones stress anxiety and tonic and it is also a mild sedative ashwagandha traditionally is used to uplift our spirits again very much in touch with jupiter to expand our mindsets and to help us balance and regulate our emotional and spiritual body so if you're feeling really stressed out if you're feeling out of balance in your life and if you need some kind of guidance to help you start to embody yourself to get more in balance in your center then try adding in ashwagandha into your day have it as a supplement have it as a pill form as a tincture as powder as a tea however you want to go about it and enjoy the wonders of ashwagandha and let it heal you and let it guide you and let it help you find balance from within and i am so grateful and appreciative each and every single one of you it takes less than one minute for you to head over to apple podcast leave a rating and a review and subscribe to this podcast and it really does go a long way thank you so much and i wish you all the best always and forever bye